pull up a bar stool. Hey, I'm back. So continuing uh, this series now, as I reflect on the first 10 years of my business, it's been kind of eye-opening and amazing. I had a lot of fun going, especially through year two, which is the last episode. If you missed it, check it out. I'm kind of amazed at all the stuff I did, and I'm hoping to kind of recapture that at some point. I'm going to go to year three. We're not going to go through every year, just so you know. We're, we're not going to do many more of these, but I think some of these more important years I really wanted to cover because uh, I think there's a lot for, for me to learn from it. could be a lot for you to learn as well. So let's talk about that year three now in my business. Just sit back, relax, pop a bottle. Let's do it. All right, we're going twist cap today with Liney's uh, Summer Shandy, Liney Kugels. I'm a Wisconsin boy, born in Wisconsin at least. Brewers fan. Packers fan, Bucks fan. Uh, I live in Colorado these days. So I'm a fan, even though this might be a little, I'm a fan, I'm a fan, I'm a fan. Even though this is a little bit on the cheaper side of the beers, uh, kind of reminds me of home. So, hey, I'm John, johnlumber.com, John Lumber Digital on Facebook, and I'm your host for the Pubcast. And um, so this has been fun. I, you know, I kind of got away from doing the Pubcast for a while. I feel like that's a whole nother episode, talking about a lot of that, kind of what happened in years, I don't know what it was, 7, 8, 9, 10-ish. Um, let, let's stay on track. Year three right now. And so you may recall year two was everything changed. And like year one, was I, I just basically, I was, I was experimenting. I was trying things. I was making a ton of mistakes. And but I was doing stuff, right? Um, wasn't making a lot of money. Really hadn't had barely hadn't launched a product yet. Had d- done some consulting. Um, start, but I was starting to get some traffic on the site. So I was selling ad space on the site. Um, I was doing a little bit of affiliate marketing, which I don't do anymore. But I had to I had to get by. So basically, it was doing affiliate marketing for stuff that I was using. So really, nothing beyond that. Um, that first year, I, I didn't make much, but um, I had also dug a big hole. I started wake my work my way out of it, and I think you know I, I was getting close to the point where I was making what I was making with the man. When I worked for the man, right? It wasn't there yet. Um, year two, though, everything exploded. Um, I got recognized as my, my website got recognized, uh, social media examiner, top 10 list kind of thing, which is pretty cool. Um, 2 million page views in that year. Um, and I started creating products. Um, I hadn't created really particularly good products yet, but you know, I was making money and, um, so I want to talk now about, you know, so we usually start on the, on the content side. And so I'm going to start there to kind of give you a sense of, okay, what happened between two year, year two and now year three? What do I do differently? What am I doing the same? All that kind of stuff. But I need a drink first. Cheers. One of these days I'm just going to throw it down and act like nothing. 
Uh, I'm old though. All right, so year three. This is kind of insane. I honestly don't even remember it happening like this. Year two exploded two million page views. Year year three, four million page views across the year. Um, obviously, I'm getting consistent traffic. Um, uh, I'm also finding my stride in terms of content. So where, you know, year one, I was just all over the place. Year two, I started to focus Facebook marketing. Year three was absolutely 100% Facebook advertising, advanced Facebook advertising. This is where you go. Um, I didn't write as much as I did in years one and two. I think it was 277 blog posts I wrote in year two. Uh, year three, I've got it here. Um, let me see here. I wrote where is it? Oh, yeah. 118 blog posts. That's still a lot, right? But I would say that first half, I wrote 82 blog posts in the first half, that first six months. Second six months, 36 blog posts. To the point, at the month of June, I only wrote one. So you can start to see now my priorities are shifting. And um, look, perfect world, I would have kept that velocity going forever. Two things. First of all, it's very difficult to do. And I found this after 10 years, it's really hard. What's really hard is like, I already wrote about this topic 10 times, right? It's like, what else can I say about this? All right. Um, that's the first thing. Second of all, I, in the first couple of years, I was barely doing, selling anything on my own. Now my, my priorities are shifting to the paid side. Um, I'm, gonna, I'm also creating content for the paid side, right? So 4 million page views. Oh, by the way, I was at like 25,000 page likes on my Facebook page. Um, so really not that many, right? So we're, that was somewhere in March. Or, yeah, I'm not sure I didn't write down. It might have been in March of 2014. So like two and a half years in. I'm at about 200,000 now. I don't spend a lot of time working on that these days, which is kind of the funny part of it. Um, but yeah, for, so 4 million page views now, and you'll recall like the first year we went through my most popular posts and it was a lot of empty traffic stuff that wasn't going to lead to business. Second year, there was still a lot of that lingering. Not that I was writing it anymore, but I was still getting that, con that traffic. Now it's like a hundred percent rock solid, still getting traffic to now I, I started creating updates to that infographic every year of the all Facebook image dimensions. Um, man, I can't remember what it was in year two for page views, but year three, that post alone, 450,000 page views. Um, everything else. I, I think this was a sarcastic title, Secret Process to Increasing Facebook Likes, because otherwise it's cringeworthy. I think it was kind of sarcastic. Uh, 250,000 page views. I'm sure I attracted a lot of people, though, who... <laughs> I'm making fun of uh, Facebook link thumbnail image dimensions 85,000 page views dimensions for Facebook timeline for pages 77,000 uh, how to maximize your organic reach because that was a big thing back then 70,000 image dimensions for nine ad type 64,000 should you buy Facebook likes because that was a big thing people were asking about 63,000 
Oh, there was a, uh, this big report that went out that claimed that Facebook fraud, um, that, that using Facebook ads was a waste of money, uh, that they, they provided this experience of how terrible it was, and I evaluated it, and I was like, you guys are wrong, and I created a response that got uh, 55,000 page views. How much did you spend on Facebook ads? 52,000. So my entire top 10, not including the homepage as well, um, was all relevant stuff. Um, I had, man, I had a, a style I was really kicking too. So there were basically maybe four or so different types of posts I wrote. Facebook announced some new feature. Got to talk about it. How to do X, right? So how to, to create custom audience or how to whatever. Um, examples of how I did something. So that's, it's not a matter of a how-to, but I, I use this thing. These are the results I got. Maybe you can do it too. And another one I think honestly probably drove the most traffic was editorials. Response to people acting like fools. Um, I think the, the one I like the most looking back, Facebook did something and marketers were screwed up. It was kind of like you could use this and republish it every few months because that's kind of the way it was. And that was kind of a response to like – um, yeah, Facebook making changes in response to marketers constantly. Website custom audiences I wrote about February 2014. I believe it was new at that point. Lookalike audiences March of 2014. I interviewed Amy Porterfield September of 2013. She was a big part of my growth. And I mean, I think she started kind of telling her audience about me really big. I'd like to say you could do all this on your own. It's pretty hard to do you need you need some partnerships some some friends in the industry um so that's pretty much on the content side um boy there's a there's a big one i want to talk about something that happened i think it was in march of 2014 i'm gonna need a drink to talk about it though cheers all right so you may recall i went to social media marketing world for the first time the prior year uh, so 2013, March, April, 2013, and didn't even pay my own way. Um, it was Emmerich Arnold from Agora Pulse sponsored me to go. I was, I went and attended as a person, as a marketer or whatever. I didn't speak. I hadn't quite reached that. I guess maybe I hadn't made my stamp early enough to be asked to speak. I was asked to speak then, then for the following year, for, so 2014. And let me tell you, there's so much to talk about in this, but this is a big part of my growth. Absolutely petrified of public speaking. This goes back to grade school. I remember it vividly in high school. I remember it vividly in college. Standing up in the front, even college, standing up in the front, shaking and trying to talk through like this hyperventilation um heart pounding i remember even being called on in team meetings and having to speak and explain something shaking and being extremely nervous so being asked to speak at social media marketing world and then and, and i'm just worried about it for months what am i going to talk about what am i going to talk about 
man, I believe it was Chris Brogan I talked to. They kind of talked me off the ledge as far as, you know, kind of how to construct that. And just remembering, though, it was, I think it was kind of a sense of relief. Um, they gave me a small room, and it was overflowing, just overflowing. Standing room, they were turning people away. I had my wife and kids there. Um, just the overwhelming sense of love from that helped calm me. Now, I was still nervous. I was still shaking. Uh, was, the whole thing was terrifying. But a really important piece of my growth was doing that. And I would end up doing that year after year. Um, but also, boy, that was my audience. Those people who showed up, they were they they knew who I was. A lot of them, if they didn't, they you know, I started hearing from them afterwards. I hear from people till this day. I talked to or attended your session at Social Media Marketing World. It's the only thing I speak at, by the way. We'll see if I speak next year. I haven't been asked to. Um, but that was like I talk often about doing things that make you uncomfortable, especially early in my growth or early in your business's growth if you're like how do I get out there you've got to do things that take you out of your comfort zone and there comes a point where maybe you could start doing things that you can pick and choose what you're going to do but at that point I mean that that was huge for my growth personally professionally you name it all right cheers to that cheers so, you'll recall, oh man, I'm trying to think of where I should start with this. So, I had started creating little products, right? Um, I had created, beyond creating some just bad products, I think I, I spoke at the, it was at the end of the last of year two when I launched the Power Editor course and that just changed my life because it, it sold so many and changed the way I did things. Um, I ended up creating another course following up on that. Insight, it was an Insights, Facebook Insights, so basically a metrics training course in October of 2013. And once again, it's, I followed a similar model as I did for that one where it's like, I get like, I have this thing where I can't really get motivated to do it and I need to really sit down and just spend days and days and days putting it together. When am I going to do it? When am I going to do it? And instead, like, I'm going to set a deadline for myself by telling people I'm going to do it and you can prepay. So I did a prepay on that one for $73.50. Then the full price went up to $147. Uh, I sold over 500 of those courses. I don't have the record of how many I sold of the first uh, Power Editor course because um, I was on, uh, I could find it, I could dig it up, but I wasn't using Infusionsoft yet at that time, so I, I couldn't tell you. But, um, so yeah, I did that Insights course in October. Um, I did an update, oh man, like where, what order do we go in here? Um, what, so I did, a, I did something different. Um, so website custom audiences came out and I think it's just a matter of like, I had been burned or feeling like I've been burned. Like every time I created a training course, like stuff gets outdated and I feel like I have to update it. Right. 
So I was like, well, what if I did a quote unquote workshop where it's just a live webinar? You pay for that. You you attend live, you can watch the replay, but I'm not updating the content. So I did one on website custom audiences. It went live June 4th, 2014, $147 once again, 200 sales. Um, so fewer sales, but, but, you know, we're just building up to, that's for a date. So I found that to be much, a much better use of my time, um, as opposed to polishing up this whole, you know, training area. Um, so I did that. Um, I did an update to power header, power header training course. This tool, it blows my mind when I go back and look at what I did here. So basically, you'll recall I launched my first Power Editor course. Oh, was it uh, August? Might have been August of uh, 2013. I did, an up, I did a new one, completely new one, started from scratch. Um, it looks like it was August of 2014, so a year later. And um, what I did was, because I had been updating the old one, and, and then like... Then I created this whole new one. This whole new one was actually three courses in one. So each one was 147. So it was basically triple the cost of the old one. And basically everyone who signed up for the first one, I gave it to them for free, the second one. Um, I think people probably appreciated it. Looking back, it was just kind of a mistake. I mean, I felt like I had to the way I did everything um, because I stopped updating and kind of made it seem like I was going to update the old one. So anyway, um, as far as I could tell, there are 300 or so sales of that, um, but it did really did really well, all things considered. Again, it's like 400, $450 or something like that. Um, I started a referral program. I don't even remember doing this. And um, I don't, jeez, I really don't even remember how many, how many referral, refers, partners, whatever you call them. I had, I ended up moving away from that because, it, and it kind of goes along with my overall feeling about affiliate marketing. If you're going to um, promote me to your friends and colleagues and whatnot, I want it to be because you actually believe in the product, not because you're going to get a cut of it. And that goes back to me personally. Like when I tell you, you should use X product, you should know whether or not I make money for that. And if I don't, that should, to you, be more valuable to you. It's like, wow, you must really believe in that as opposed to, well, you get you get a nice chunk of money out of that, right? So that, that was a lesson I learned, try to be more valuable to my audience. So that referral program, I couldn't even tell you how long that lasts. Um, I, I've tried to track the history of me doing my one-on-ones. The one thing I know is I originally did them for free. Ooh, baby. I think they went to $97. Um, all I know is April 11th of 2014, I raised that price to, to $297. Um, these days, it's $497 plus, depending on if you're going to have any guests with you. I might even raise it again one day. But... Um, so I was starting to value my price a little bit more at that point. So that's training program products. There's a big one I'm missing. And one of the reasons I separated this out into three into a third year 
is because of the next development. But I need a drink before I talk about it. Cheers. So apparently I'm going to wink every time I take a drink this time. Okay. So I wish I recalled what the motivation was, who said it, who recommended it. Um, well, I'll start here. Beginning in October of 2013, I started something called the Do Awesome Things free mini webinar. And what it was was just a 30-minute free access webinar, but it was, it was my new lead magnet. Right. So there was va- there's reason for me to do it. It wasn't just giving away crap for free all the time. 30 minutes, list builder, um, really good way to build it. Now, I did it. I did 29 episodes of that, mostly on a weekly basis, until June 11th. What happened June 11th? Uh, that's when I started the Power Hitters Club. So um, one thing I realized... Um, that was really frustrating was I'd have a new training course, new program, announce it to the world, big spike. Um, I might have it as like, oh, price is going up on a certain day, send out a final reminder, price going up tomorrow, big spike. And then, um, and unless I was, unless I was releasing a new product every month, my revenue was like this. And that was hard. Like I needed it to be more consistent. It was up and down, up and down. So what I what I lacked was monthly recurring revenue. Burp, right? Um, so I started the Power Hitters Club. My fear when I started it, as I'm sure like everyone's uh, fear when you start anything for the first time, especially community, is like, what if no one joins? So what I did, uh, first of all, I had a $1, a $1 month one trial. And um, I also, what I did was, okay, but in addition to, if you sign up, you, if you sign up for uh, the, the initial discount, it's $77 a month uh, instead of $97 a month. These days it's $147. And, but you'll have that price for life as long as you have uninterrupted membership. So, but that $1 a month trial, I mean, I, it is what it is. But look, it resulted just a lot of low-quality members. Um, obviously, a lot of those people you know, got kicked out at the end of that month because they didn't want to pay $77, $97, whatever it was. Um, so basically, you know, what membership was at that time it was three things um get access to this private facebook group because it's just one group i've got two different groups now but it's just one group access to the facebook group you get uh oh those weekly webinars right so that do awesome things end up moving to that the weekly webinars for phc and discounts i did it differently discounts on training and one-on-ones and man i made it way too complicated I think it's between 10 and 30%, depending on whether you're month-to-month or annual. And, um, yeah, it was, looking back, it was kind of nuts. Um, so I had about 300 initial members. 
which was great. But that's first month, and then it dropped after that. After we got rid of the the one dollar trials and all that, I can't and I couldn't tell you what it was after that. There have been ups and downs of, of that community over the years. Um, I feel like it's a whole other topic to talk about, you know, what we're looking at these days. But um, so that was that was membership, and that I talked about. Now the power, or excuse me, the power editor course changed my life because it absolutely did. It, it gave, brought in revenue I'd never seen before. Suddenly now I was making more money than I ever made working for the man. Um, so that was huge. Um, but but then it became unpredictable, and up and down. And I really needed that monthly recurring revenue. And that monthly recurring revenue is really what changed everything for me ultimately business wise, long term. Because uh, I feel like if I had, was forced to just constantly churn out courses, it would burn me out. Um, so there's that. Uh, membership, big, big turning point. I, I encourage you to find some sort of monthly recurring re- revenue model if you can. I've got one more thing I forgot to hit. We'll talk about that. Cheers. So the other item, um, my email list. Uh, in November of 2013, I moved to Infusionsoft. I have been with Infusionsoft ever since then. Um, I did it because I felt like I was out growing out of where I was at the time, which was AWeber, and I needed something more sophisticated. Um, but what I quickly realized is I had no freaking clue how to manage Infusionsoft. It was a freaking beast. And um, I hired, I started hiring people to do it. So I hired someone to, to move me over, you know, make that transition. I, I don't know if I mentioned already. I had ten thousand people on my list at the time, which still, you know, I mean, it was growing, but it, it really grew. <laughs> and the, like, I'm, I'm actually surprised it wasn't more than that. Now that's November, and I was about to have a year of four four million page views. So I'm, I'm guessing by the end of the year. It was way more than that. Um, but I tell you, that was the bane of my existence for a long time, Infusionsoft. Um, I, I, I just felt I could, I could never um, really fully get the, the most out of it. Um, again, it was frustrating to me that I needed to always hire people to do it. I felt like it was a full-time job, so like a lot of times they, I didn't feel like I was getting the most out of it, even when people were managing it in the early years, and understandably because I felt like it was just a huge time suck. We also ran into bugs and stuff that just didn't work properly, and I lost money as a result of that. That's a whole other topic, you know, talking about Infusionsoft, but that you know that was a big turning point as well you know starting to create campaigns in infusionsoft the tagging systems and and honestly i guess what where are we at now eight years later um i'd have a hard time switching away now i mean if you had asked me even probably three years ago i'd be like let's get out of here um now i'm used to it and we've had a really stable team over the last five years as well helping me out i mean tracy has been on it for a long time so now we've got a system and we're good to roll so um i guess is that a good sales pitch for infusionsoft take eight years and you'll like it i don't know maybe 
but let me finish my beer and we'll wrap this up. Last call. All right. Well, so that's three years. That's that's year three. And it, it's really been interesting. Like maybe it's in my old age that things start getting hazy as far as what happened in the early years of this business. But it was really a true whirlwind in those early years. Like just a ton of activity, ton of changes, always doing something new and different. Um, I end up reaching a point of stability soon after that, um, which is good and bad. I feel like there was something exciting about the constant change, the constant challenge, the fighting for for relevance and re- and just existing in the space. Um, you know, see me, I'm over here, kind of thing. You know. Um, so it's been a different type of challenge after those first three years. And, you know, maybe we'll do that in another episode here. I, but I think these first three years are pretty important to show you that transition from nothing to, okay, building a brand, building a list, selling my first product. Now we've got monthly recurring revenue and a membership. Um, now that membership's still around. It's evolved a little bit over the years as well. But that could be a topic for another day. But once again, uh, thanks for joining me. And if you if you want me to keep talking about this stuff, in a way, I feel like you know this is kind of therapeutic for me to to, to talk about it. But if you get value out of this, um, I've, I've thought about ways for years of making this into an offshoot, some other another um, you know training program or membership. For entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, coaches, people like me, you can learn from my experiences. Man, I, honestly, I get more passion out of that than I do from Facebook ads helping people. Um, maybe it's because of this against all odds thing where I feel like I did something I never thought I could do. Um, I did a one-on-one today, and it was the greatest thing ever because that's kind of the stuff we focused on, and I had so much fun, and I would love to help you too. But reach out, let me know if this is something you want to hear more of, if you need my help in this area, what that might look like for you. Drop me a line at john at johnlumber.com. Okay? Thanks so much. It's been fun talking to you once again. Uh, I'll see you around soon. Until next time, do awesome things. I'm out.